0: Welcome to and Girl Speaks. I'm your host, and Girl, bringing you world news with a South Central State of Mind. The memorial in front of the Marathon clothing store for rapper Nipsey Hussle has now been cleared. People came from all over the world to pay their respects to the Los Angeles legend, who was shot and killed in front of his clothing store on Slauson and Crenshaw three weeks ago. Murals have sprang up on almost all of the available space in the strip mall parking lot where Nipsey Hussle and his business partners recently became the owners of. At least three people were shot in South Central on Easter weekend when a vehicle pulled up behind a silver Chrysler on Hoover Street near 75th Street and a suspect opened fire just before 3 p.m. The passengers in the vehicle were described as three men in their 50s and a woman in her 60s. This weekend, TEC LeMert will be having their third annual Technology and Entertainment Convergence in Lemur Park. This event has an amazing list of guest speakers, including popular engineer Mixby Ali, who has worked with artist Kendrick Lamar on some of his most notable projects, Chris Ayers, director of streaming at Universal Music, Kibi Anderson, president of the Red Table Talk, are also amongst those who are going to be in attendance this weekend, April 27th, in the Park. Boys in the Hood director John Singleton has been hospitalized following a stroke he suffered April 17th. Initial reports stated that Singleton suffered from a mild stroke, but documents filed by his, by his mother stated he was in a coma and needed someone to preside over his financial and medical decisions. Prior to his stroke, Singleton was involved in various deals and settlements and risk of financial loss if a conservator is not appointed ASAP, according to the documents filed by his mother. Singleton's kids, however, dispute the claims. On this segment of Sloss and Spotlight, I want to take the time to highlight the work of a young man named Jamal Shakir Jr., The 21-year-old Los Angeles native, but Atlanta resident, is definitely out here on his marathon. He uses the camera to address issues in the black community, such as the origins of gangs in Los Angeles. His father, along with 40 others, were indicted back in the 90s in a huge federal case when Jamal was only three months old. Despite this, the young man was able to graduate from college, which he just walked the stage last weekend, and when he walked the stage, he also premiered his scripted series, Land of No Pity. The scripted series that he produced, wrote, directed is based off of a novel of the same name penned by his stepmother, which is based on her life experiences and also stories told to her by Jamal's uh, stepfather. he wants to use this visual component to educate on the origins of Los Angeles gangs. A few weeks ago, I sat down with Jamal and we discussed his project and just kind of his journey to creating the project and his journey as a young man in general. Here's some of the interview where we sat down at Hot and Cool Cafe in Mer Park. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about the project that you're currently developing, which is called Land of No Pity, right? Mm-hmm. And so, I'm, if I'm understanding correctly, it was a book first?
1: Yeah, it was actually a novel first.
0: Okay. And who is Tony Shakir Shakur to you?
1: Tony's is uh, my step Okay. So she's actually in Jamaica right now. She's deported. Mm-hmm. She was in prison here in uh, the States and got deported. So... Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, she wound up uh, writing a book based off of the, uh, the stories my dad told and the manuscripts and stuff that he wrote. So then we wound up finally getting it published.
0: Nice, nice. So what sparked your interest to help bring Land of No Pity to
1: life? Um, in terms of the visual element. As far as bringing it to life, visual wise, and in the film world, like, that's what I was indulged in already was like media production as far as music videos and stuff like that. Um, but once the book got so many raving reviews and stuff like that, like we just felt like it was time to bring it to life as far as the visual. Um, and then also it's just like that's landing no pity represents like. Who we are as a family, you know what I'm saying, and where we come from. So I think it was time to just bring it to life and let other people witness what we've been through.
0: Wow. So you mentioned that your dad is also um, currently in prison, and you said that Tony is your stepmom. Mm-hmm. So were they, um, were their sentences kind of connected? I don't. I know we don't want to get too much, you know, trying to tell any business. But if what can you share in terms of?
1: What they went through and how they, or why they ended up in prison. Yeah, my, uh, my dad is Donut from uh, 9-0, and so basically he wound up getting a very lengthy sentence and had a ton of co-defenders code and all that, so a lot of people were convicted of a conspiracy. My mother as well, so she was sentenced to 24 years, so she'll get out once I turn 24. Um, Tony was sentenced to 27 years, but... Um, with the Obama law, she wound up uh, being able to be released early, so she did 14 years and was deported back to Jamaica. Oh, wow. yeah.
0: So you mentioned that your mom is also in jail and that she'll get out. She got 24, and she'll get out when you're 24. Yeah. So it seems that she was either pregnant or had just had you when... Yeah, my,
1: uh, both of them were three months when they got locked I was three months old when they got locked up. Wow.
0: Damn. And so... How
1: did you not end up, like, in foster care or anything like that? Uh, My grandma, it was, like, a huge Fed case. So, I guess it was, like, so many different co-defenders and stuff like that. I think it was, like, over 100 on there. So, with that, it was so much paperwork. They just brought me straight, like, after they locked them up because I was with them, you know what I'm saying, when they got locked up. So, after that, they just took me straight to my grandma's house. So, I bounced around between my grandma's house, my grandpa's house, and my auntie's house. Oh, wow.
0: So how was that growing up as a, um, you know, young person, young man, and your parents aren't around because they're serving prison time, you know, like, how did you deal with that?
1: Um, I mean, initially it was kind of just, it wasn't really prevalent just because I was so young when it happened. So then when I was able, like, I hit that age where I was able to understand different things and. Understand why things were working the way they were and why certain things were happening. That's when it kind of hit me. But I mean, I feel like I had a great support system, so it was never really like I was missing anything, you know. What I'm saying? So I just stayed down and just kept pushing.
0: In terms of you as an individual, you know, like how would you describe yourself, and what are like some of your interests and passions? Um,
1: Film is definitely one of my interests and passions, along with football. I feel like football is the thing that kind of like put me in a position to take on film in the media production, because that's what took me to college. But um, as far as myself, I would just say that I'm just hungry. You know what I'm saying? Hungry and grateful. So. Yeah,
0: that's Watched the trailer for the series. I was like, okay, this is giving me like snowfall vibes, but just like honestly, a little bit more authentic. You know, why is it important for you to represent these stories and give like an authentic feel of LA?
1: Um, I feel like it's important because Land and Old like is based on the true events. So it's you know what I'm saying it's our family heritage. Like the beginning in the 90s, like how that whole divide came and the neighborhood part and all that type of stuff. But like the house we were shooting at, that's the house I grew up in out here. So, you know what I'm saying? I just felt like it was only right to keep it authentic all the way raw and uncut. Nice. Um, so,
0: you know, you mentioned that you recently got back from college. And so, you know, when you look around South Central, you know, these days, what... What do you
1: see? I see a lot of unawareness. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of things going on now that wouldn't have went on back in the times land and no pity was set forth. Um, Even like over the past five years, just coming back and visiting stuff, you see how much is changing, like the different races and different cultures and stuff moving into South Central and us slowly moving out. So I see a lot of unawareness in us as black people in South Central
0: so what message
1: um, do you hope to convey through video? Um, awareness yeah like the, the original positive stuff that we shoot that we've already shot and that we actually just go premiere at the school and stuff is more so like gang and and stuff like that and drug drugs and but the overall premise of it that's not what it's for it's to create awareness but I just feel like you know what I'm saying? For us as black people to be able to create awareness, you gotta be able to immerse them in something that they can relate to. You know what I'm saying? And so the whole origins of gangbanging and representing your hood and stuff in Los Angeles is big. That's what we you know what I'm saying, that's what we correlate with when it comes to us as black people because, you know what I'm saying, a lot of people represent where they come from. So, the only way to capture that attention and capture that audience is, you know what I'm saying, by immersing them in stuff that they can relate to. You know what I'm saying? So, that's why we chose the specific part of that episode to just be strictly indulgent for the gang members and stuff. So, that way, once it goes later down the line, and we have, we can show the silver lining of what it's actually supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? They'll be more inclined to listen and pay attention because they're already immersed. And with that, on the flip side, it's like, you know, like other races love the black culture, especially when they can see us killing each other and, you know what I'm saying, like continuing to derail our race. So I feel like that's a smooth medium to capture both audiences' attention.
0: All right. Cool,
1: cool. Um, the reason why I say a, a TV series more so than a movie is because it's a lot. That goes into South Central. It's a lot that goes into this story alone. That a movie just wouldn't be able to convey. Two hours wouldn't be enough time to convey everything that we needed to convey. So, like, if you get the book, which is available on all platforms, you'll see like it's a ton of layers to different stories and it's a ton of people because Land Landon O'Pity isn't a central character, like the. The central part of the story is Land of Pity, the actual place. So it's a lot of different stories and a lot of different side layers from different people's point of view that's also captured. So that's why I feel like the series would be a lot better. Okay, cool,
0: cool. So when you decided that you wanted to take, you know, your stepmother's book and create a visual component like where did you start like what are the moving pieces to try to develop your own independent series
1: uh, the first part was uh, writing the script so the script took a minute because i wrote two full scripts like two full episodes which would be like an hour's worth and then i wrote the episodes for the sizzle reels too which is the stuff that we just shot the pilot so i think that's where it came in the most and the pre production part of it took at least eight months to get down before I even came out here to start shooting. So, and when you say pre production, like, what
0: is <coughs> what is that?
1: Creating the wardrobe, trying to figure out all the logistics of getting the permits out here, the insurance, uh, capturing my film crew, my audience, like, just creating the entire lookbook along with finding my cast to who I felt I could portray what I was trying to portray. Hmm. Okay,
0: okay. And how did you go about, like, getting your cast members? Because I saw that um, one of the guys was the guy from, like, The Hit The Floor or whatever. And so it's like, what are you just like, is it through people that you know? Or, like, you know, how do you get people that are already actors or that have already, you know, like... Been in things before? How do you get them to really be a part of your project as a first time
1: or? Um, I just, as far as the bigger name actors, I went to the straight grassroots. Like mm. um, Jonathan McDaniel, the one who's from hit the floor. I also brought him on as a producer too, so he has a lot of producer credit in this. But um, yeah, like once I got the opportunity to meet him, I just basically shot my shot. You know what I'm saying, like never mentioned who my dad was or anything like that but just being a 21 year old owning the equipment that I own having the vision that I have and the script that I wrote out and basically trailblazing everything on my own like from the wardrobe to the script to everything doing that on my own they kind of just believed in me and uh, went forward with the project so I don't really think they knew how big I was trying to go with the project until they actually stepped foot on the set and saw how big of a production it was. But as far as like just getting them to be a part of it, yeah, it just took for me to get in front of them and let them know like what I was trying to do and who I was. Okay, nice. And so you mentioned like
0: having equipment. What kind of equipment did you bring already
1: to? The... Uh, yeah, I was a shooter before all this, so I have a red Scarlet W. So oh, check that. The, um, the entire film was shot on red scarlets um, I got a Ronin 2 which is like the huge stabilization system so I own that as well and then I got some of my own lighting setups and then I own my own lens kits as well so a lot of the stuff that we shot with and a lot of the lights and a lot of the equipment that you see used is like always my stuff So. okay great how long did
0: it
1: take you to acquire that equipment Um. Maybe about two and a half years. Yes.
0: That's what's so up. Um. So, so you said that you guys have just finished shooting the pilot, mm-hmm. and so you mentioned that you're trying to figure out like the proper route to to present it in terms of like shopping it around and stuff like that. So, like, what would you say is like the next? Where are you in the process
1: right now? Uh, right now, we're in the uh, edit, we're in the final stages of the editing process. Uh, we just sent it over to the color and stuff like that. Um, so from there, I have a school showing, which probably gonna wind up being pretty big because the actors and stuff are coming out too on April 18th. And then from there, it's just gonna be film festival after film festival, um, and then just back to the grassroots and just knocking on doors, you know what I'm saying, and trying to connect the dots.
0: And what school is it
1: going to be at? The College. Right, what did you major in? Uh, I majored in exercise science kinesiology, okay. um, and then I wound up double majoring in digital creative media film production, because that major wasn't apart when I first got in school it didn't come about to my junior year so when I uh, walk across stage I got to give a speech and stuff like that because I'm the first one to graduate with that major in school history since they just brought it so and then there's no more people coming after me until 2021 so Mm -hmm.
0: that's what's up um so do you have any advice to young creatives who would be like inspired by your kind of like do-it-yourself Process
1: and mentality? Uh, the only advice is just believe in yourself. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's gonna be a lot of times where a lot of things that you face with and stuff, and a lot of different obstacles and hoops you gotta jump through, even when trying to create your own project and do it yourself. Right. But it's just like once you set your mind to it, you just gotta believe in yourself and just continue to push it, and don't let anybody stop you until you actually see what you want come to life.
0: the hip-hop segment of sauce and girl speaks i'm here with my co-host the boss man behind the hip-hop music and marketing platform trap la for this 20 minute segment we will discuss what's happening within the world of hip-hop from a west coast la perspective how are you today
2: i'm doing great that's Uh, what's up how are you doing
0: I'm good, I'm good. So tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your name, and what exactly it is that
2: you do. Um. Well, right now I go by Big Trap, formerly known as DJ Crash D. Um, I once helmed the DJ coalition called the Hit and DJs, Hit Men West. And I worked with a lot of, you know, the contemporary or the popular contemporary hip-hop artists. And um, achieved platinum status, working with a few of them. Introduced a lot of new artists to the market. And so right now, I've kind of transitioned from uh, the DJ Coalition thing to broadening my horizons with the Trap LA brand and including more than just DJs now, tastemakers, bloggers such as yourself, journalists. Um, I wanted it to be bigger than because because I know the DJ. Um, I saw it a while back that um you know times were changing and for the the DJ most DJs they lost their power and I saw another way to pick up the steam where just the DJs by themselves lost their power and another way to actually help serious DJs and also entrepreneurs learn more about the business so they could you know monetize right. and take care of themselves because right. I saw a lot of I saw a lot of artists I saw a lot of DJs um not eating and I mm-hmm. saw ways for them to eat and just, you know, just created a platform nice. to spread the knowledge, you know.
0: Nice, nice. So what are some of the um, products or services that you offer through Trap LA?
2: We offer a wide range of marketing materials and promo packages that artists um, can utilize to organically run up the traffic streams or views to the video or their content whatever they're pushing um, they definitely could go to the website which is www.trap.la and see what each different package offers see what's in their budget we have packages that um, range for all budgets so whatever budget you have if you're an independent artist we have something in your price range that will definitely help you out so you can check us out on the website you can check out our Instagram as well, and you can see the different things that we offer, the different people that we work with. The you know, We post a lot of the results that we get, so you, if you go to our Instagram, you'll definitely see real-world results, and you can definitely mm-hmm. tap in with the artists that you see tagged on whatever we're pushing on our Instagram, and you can tap in with them, and I'm pretty sure they'll give us rave reviews. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, okay. And I know that you also have your um, your stream on the website.
2: Yeah, Trap LAX Radio. That's streaming 365, 24-7, commercial free. Mm-hmm. We have that. I have um, different DJs like DJ Uwe and DJ Robbie De Niro and DJ Exclusive. They all have their own shows and playlists on yeah. Trap LAX Radio. So they are very often... Um, more likely than not playing exclusive music that you will hear nowhere else except Trap LAX Radio. Like I said, I built a relationship um, with the DJs and with the artists, so we get a lot of new music first. And you'll definitely hear it on Trap LAX Radio.
0: Nice, nice. So, who are some of the um local rappers on the LA scene that
2: you're listening to currently? Right now, uh, Nain Ass and uh, La Brea, they got mm. a song called No Cap. It's like, it's really dope. It reminds me, it like takes me back to like, maybe like the mid, the late 90s. The sound, is like, mm. the beat is like grimy in your face and then <laughs> the way she's coming off, she's just, she's killing it. It's like, okay. it's, it's not, it's kind of like what you don't expect and it's like but it works and I think it's like really really dope that people are just like just doing dope stuff like that what they done Uh what they did was like really it's dope to me
0: okay what did you say the song was called again? it's
2: called No Cap
0: No Cap and the artists are
2: Um, Nay Nass Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and uh, La Brea
0: Okay, some female Female, artists.
2: female artists, yeah. Okay. I know Nainas is out of Compton. Uh, Braya, I'm not sure where she's from, but she's okay. somewhere uh, from the South Bay.
0: Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. All right, that's what's up. So the last time um, I met up with you, you gave me some mixtapes from some of the artists that you have helped to market. Um, what you actually have right here on your wall. Artists like Slimfo Hunted um joe moses the dead on arrival 2 Mm -hmm. project was super hard you like that i definitely like that that project super hard
2: all right that's what's up what you think about the new record we have a new record out called stop it joe moses featuring rj
0: right i did see that dj
2: dj head and homegrown radio they've been Mm -hmm. looking out for us keeping Mm -hmm. the record in rotation
0: yeah definitely um, what you think
2: about that record have you heard it
0: Actually, I have. Okay. Um, and I'm messing with anything that is RJ related, okay. and I think that um, to have Joe Moses and RJ together, you know, making music and I just think that that's a dope vibe. That's a dope sound. These are two notable, reputable artists from yeah, LA. So for it sure. just you know, just gives you authentic LA vibes, and I'm loving it.
2: For sure, that that record is so dope, and i I think I'm so blessed to be in a position to work actually work with these guys that are doing this dope music you know to actually mm-hmm. help them get the music out mm-hmm. and help them um you know be a piece of the puzzle to their success because both mm-hmm. of these gentlemen are like very successful artists uh, salute to joe salute to rj
0: definitely
2: um i've, I've seen them grow from the jump and they like it's not easy and what they're doing right now is, like, I think we all need to really support them because they're right there. And mm-hmm. as far as on the West Coast, these this record and these guys, that really deserve it. So I think we should all push, you know, keep pushing this record. As long mm-hmm. as the other – it's a lot of other dope records out there too. So I think we just need to come together mm-hmm. on the West Co- Coast and uh, support. Know
0: definitely, definitely. Speaking of um, west coast local artists, another um, young upcoming artist that I've kind of been feeling her vibe in terms of you know, female rappers is um, Ash Bash, Ash Bash, yeah,
2: that's the little homegirl. I'm feeling her
0: flow, you feel me? Oh, yeah, definitely talented. Her energy
2: is like crazy. Like, okay, have you seen her perform?
0: I haven't,
2: not yet. Yeah, you have to see her perform. Her energy is like, I've I've watched Ash Bash perform at like a backyard hood party. Okay. And like it was like real hood, Mm -hmm. something that I do not go to. I went because it was her and it was a few other um, artists that performed. And she came and she just like, her energy it just like lit it up. It she just like it was so dope. I was like, wow. She's like a mm-hmm. she's a all around. Like she's spitting and she performs. Okay. So I've definitely seen her grow, watching her grow. I know she's gonna she's one to watch. Watch Ash because she's gonna mm-hmm. she's gonna come with one.
0: Yeah, she's definitely. She's gonna come with a
2: record that's gonna just blow everybody's mind. So that's another one that we need to get behind and support Ash mm-hmm. Bash as well.
0: Right. Check her out on Instagram at Ash the Rapper. Um, yeah, she's definitely spitting some fire. Shout out to her. So, other than, like, local artists, who are some of your favorite, like, top five hip-hop artists?
2: Top five, I have to say Future. Okay. Future, number one. Then we have to go to Drake. And then number three. Number three, I'm going to go with, like, Lil Pump. Okay. And then four. Four right now. Who who's four go to? That's like Rich the Kid. Okay. And
0: then
2: number five. Who won't wanna get a five spot to? Um I gotta say, um Offset. Interesting.
0: And I mean we don't have to really just stick with contemporary, but are these your top five overall
2: or just right now? Top five like now. Okay. And like in the within like five five year range.
0: Okay.
2: Five year range. Like that's us. You know Lil Pump he just he came on the scene and like his attitude and how he came on the scene and how he did his thing.
0: Mm-hmm. That
2: just like puts him up there to me. Okay. Like he's done. Like my kids. hmm They love him. <laughs> like they they like love him. Like And I'm like I'm like <laughs> Uh, and then once I look at him and I break it down
0: mm-hmm.
2: like he's a perfect rap star he's a rap star that's what he's doing he's doing he's taking what we expect of all rappers mm-hmm. and he's playing on it right like he's taking like the meme like make me a meme whatever you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying like CB4 whatever you know what I'm saying he doesn't okay. take himself serious like that okay. it's like you know he talks his shit or whatever but it's like he knows it's like man this is fucking he's, he's a kid and he's like he has all these people like twist it around his fingers. Like I think right. what he's doing is and it's dope. Like his music is like it's simple, mm-hmm. and he it's like he understands. Like okay, I'm gonna make this type of music to generate this, mm-hmm. and this is what I'm doing. And he's sticking to a formula, so I think he's dope. Future number one for sure because I I watch his work ethic. Okay, I've seen it myself personally,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's like it's inspiring.
0: Okay, that's one
2: of the things that like like his work ethic. then then... um. The, the music he puts out it's like crazy like so he's number one right now he, he's, he's been number one for a while for me cause he's just like dope well, I've seen him grow from from the damn near the beginning to now when it's like it's amazing like how he keeps up and you know he stays relevant mm-hmm. all the way around the board he's just killing him he comes through you know he supports he like he's number one for sure you know
0: okay okay all right, that's what's up. So how would you describe the current state of hip-hop in 2019?
2: The current state of hip-hop? The music or the culture?
0: I mean, I feel like they're one and the same, so the music and the
2: culture. Well, I mean, I feel it's, like, progress. It's progressing. It's growing up. Okay. I feel it, it's, um, I mean, it's changing. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, the things that, of course, that I like or that I'm very particular for aren't the popular and aren't the norm. And I accept that. I know that. But for what's going on, the music that's at the top of the charts now, the artists that are at the top working hard now, I respect it. And I think it's dope. And I think that we have a lot more independent artists making money now, big independent artists doing big numbers. Mm Mm-hmm than major label artists and I so I think that's like really dope that now you mm-hmm. could take it in within your own hands and right you could generate this amount of money. You have to of course do it professionally because you are competing with major recording companies. So right. you have to understand that they have all these different departments. So if you're gonna mimic that you have to mimic all those different departments. Right. And then do the whole job. But if you do it It's like the money, you get the money, and you pay the people. Right. You pay everybody, so. Yeah. I think the landscape is just, like, it's dope. I think it's dope. Like, being a hip-hop head, growing up hip-hop, rap, like, I think it's dope right now. Right now, it's, like, the golden age. Like, you could, you know, just like I mentioned, like, a Future or a little Pump Mm -hmm. or uh, Drake, any of these guys. You could compete with them.
0: Right.
2: Lil Pump wasn't around five years ago. He was a fan. Right. You feel me? But we all know Lil Pump.
0: So basically, thanks to social media, these up-and-coming acts have the ability to market themselves, and it's as big as you want to take it, depending on your marketing skills. Right. But I'm going to be honest, I haven't heard a no one Lil Pump song except that Uh, a song with Kanye West and then I think that Gucci song because the image for me personally I can't I can't
2: well well, like hip hop well hip hop has merged with punk Mm -hmm. if you pay attention if you pay attention like pop or punk no punk punk rock punk rock so like if you look at the young thugs right and the
0: Migos and all of them how they dress
2: so like a lot of people are shocked by that but I had a homeboy who was part of the Dungeon family and he was coming to my shop six plus years ago dress like how they dress now. Okay. And I'm like, I know he's not, you know, like, okay, he's not like weird or anything like right. that. He's into music. Right. So I'm talking to him having a conversation like, bro, why you got your nails painted and all that? He was like, this is part of the scene down here in Atlanta, where the part of Atlanta where I'm from. It's punk rock. You know, this yeah. is what we do.
0: Right. And he
2: was part of the Dungeon family. Right. So if you pay attention to the music now that's hit, that are hit records and at mm-hmm. the top, if you look at it, it's a mixture of punk rock, blues. It's a mixture of that. That's why the, the scene is so dope now. It's like we're taking my like old legacy music and like Kanye's taking choirs. You you feel me? We're mm-hmm. taking and uh, different elements of different um types of music mm-hmm. and blending them. And it's dope to me as okay. a like as an artist, mm-hmm. not just like as a rapper or producer or somebody that's stuck in this or you know, uh, from LA right this is like it's dope like it's okay. like to see music blended like that
0: mm-hmm.
2: is really dope it's, to me and it's and it, for the younger artists coming up to navigate that and participate in it and understand what's going on mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's dope I love it
0: alright cool cool alright so
2: I mean how do you feel about it about the current state yeah. of
0: hip hop right yeah. now
2: yeah because I know you like you have a whole different mindset than me, so how do you feel? I want to know how you feel. Because um, you were like, a little pump what? This dude over <laughs> here tripping. Like, man, we going to go back and edit this out. <laughs> this, nah, we ain't, nah, ain't going to use that.
0: Oh, my God, that's funny as hell. Nah, no, we wouldn't do that. <laughs> but I was a little surprised. I was like, okay, little pump, But hey, you know, but when you broke it down in terms of why you appreciate um you know an artist like Lil Pump it makes a little bit more sense um for me personally I just feel like I do appreciate the fact that these kids don't really have to um you know like be controlled in a sense by these record labels like they can market themselves do their own thing you know and go independent or whatever you know and we don't have Um, The record label as like the middleman between like what the public sees in terms of artists, you know. And so that's cool. But within that, I feel like the artist development is gone. And you have a lot of um, these kids that's just trying to be seen. So they're going to do whatever's going to stand out.
2: Well, that's what happens when you change the, um, shall I say, like the atmosphere Mm -hmm. of the game. Like, okay, now it's independent. Right. So now we're independent, and we can get this independent money. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we got to do. We have to mirror what a label does. Right. So that's not what. That's what's happening. Is the kids are just looking at okay? They pop in. They're doing this. Mm-hmm. They're not looking at the marketing department, the the media training. Right. They're not looking at all the departments. The business right. accounting, the business management. They're not looking at all that. But you to be successful, an independent artist, you have to have all them departments mm-hmm. if you if it's not you yourself you have to have a team around you Right. somebody that you're paying so mm-hmm. you have to generate money so generate money because you can generate money right. generate money then pay your team pay the people to do it and then you know you can have the same results as the big indies or the majors right. independently yourself true so true. we have to educate so things like this i'm glad that we are doing mm-hmm. because we are now able to educate up-and-coming artists, so one serious artist may hear this and they understand it. Something will set off in their mind, like, right. oh, that's why it's not working because I'm not doing this. On the back so end, so right. let me add this into it, right. and then they may take off, you feel right. me? So it's an artist that may listen to this and hopefully will be listening to this. Mm-hmm. About five years from now, that's going to, you know, win a Grammy, be a multi-international pop star. Right. You feel me? Definitely. And, and it's because of technology, And the way things are now that we are able to give them this information and they can utilize the information to go all the way to the top.
0: Right. Speaking of all the way to the top and kind of taking it back a little bit local in terms of hip hop, Mm -hmm. um, we have, you know, Nipsey Hussle, you know, just taking his business model to the Extreme, You feel me, in terms of tapping into every market. And now he has purchased the um, parking lot where his various businesses and flagship stores located. You know, like as a person that's coming from the similar communities, what kind of signals, you know, or messages does the success of an independent artist like Nipsey and how far he's taken it? You know, like what? What messages do you get from from his success
2: that it works that this method works and we should imitate this method Mm -hmm. instead of trying to recreate the wheel instead of being like oh nipsey bought this so let me try to no, let's do it over in our neighborhood too you feel me he's giving us the game (laughs) he's like look this is how it works like (laughs) do this right why not imitated right Why it's there he's telling us like this is the book i read this right. is my mind thought my right. frame of mind it's it's dope that message is like all right let's do it he if he did it you could do it if i could do it you could do it like let's do it you right. have to do it though so i think it's like the message that it sends out i think it's really dope salute to nipsey one once again that's one of the artists um, that i've seen grow from the beginning to now and i think it's like really dope that he's where he's at and he's able Mm -hmm. to do that right and he's being a good example right for men young men right and women out here in the um you know in our area so that message is like that was a strong and a very powerful message (laughs)
0: right
2: if you can't get with it after that it's like what are you you playing right you know it's like, right now, we got to, you know, it's like, a, as a community, we got to take it back. We can't let the, like, the BS just be out here sliding. Right. You know, we can't celebrate that. You know, why are we celebrating the dude that's in jail? You know what I'm saying? Let's right. celebrate this dude just bought a corner. The corner he was hustling on.
0: Right. He
2: just bought the corner. That should be like, he needs a statue. My nigga right. Nipsey needs a statue. Right. You feel me? Like, that's Period. dope. You know what I'm saying? That's right. like... That's the American dream. You know what I'm saying? The American dream to me ain't a white picket fence and, you know, the little family or whatnot. No, that's the American... He just did the... He just did it. You know what I'm saying? And then he's continuing that. He's networking and it's not like he's give he's he's not withholding the information.
0: Right.
2: He's putting the information out there like look this is how I did it. This is not mm-hmm. no secret, it's not no trick.
0: Right. Instead
2: of focusing your time on this, focus your time on on, on th- this. Right. Let's generate you money, stack the money up, buy some real estate, yada yada. Mhm. Expand, get the um, cryptocurrencies right. invest.
0: Right.
2: He's giving you the game. If right. you if you can't take that then shame on you
0: right he's like upgrade your technology you know he didn't partner with the with the kid who's like doing the crazy like tech infused business you know so when you right. go to the shop you know you having a a, a a experience fused with technology you know so he's already sure. keeping up there you
2: feel me cause oh, yeah. tech's very,
0: taking over
2: very headed like them him his, and his brother too his right. family, his right. pops, you know, With like their whole, just the whole uh, synergy,
0: right?
2: Is dope, and I respect that. You know that the family unit the, right. and the family, right? Like that's a good image to see, like brothers, you know, like right. we brothers, you know, and the father, the mother, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? All the people like in the family, right? And all the people in the community. And the people actually coming together, like, you know, of course, the color lines and whatnot, but their color lines being broken, people are like, man, forget all that other stuff. It don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? We need to come over there. Right. And then the way the economy and things are working, we're going to have to, like, we got to break that down. And he's showing us a way to, you know, like, generate money ourselves where we're not reliant on the other system. So that message, like, the main question is that message is a very powerful message. That we just sat and off track for like a few minutes talking about all the other things that come from that message.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: it's a dope and it's a strong message. And I think it always needs to be heralded and talked about as much as possible.
0: Right. No, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So shout out to also, um, you know, the real estate developer, David Gross, who kind of yeah. helped to lace Nipsey with the oh, with sure. the game in terms of, you know, Absolutely. this is the area you're in. These are the certain tax breaks that um, are applied to this area, you know. And it goes back to the, you know, sharing of information in our community. So, you know, right. just that whole story is just real inspiring. And, yeah, it needs to be talked about as, as much as possible in the culture. So shout out to them for sure. So, um Are there any recent, like, hip-hop headlines or news that you've heard of recently that have caught your attention?
2: Hip-hop news that's caught my attention. <laughs> Man, like, it's crazy. Um, all the crime. The, mm. uh, the thing with uh, YBNJ. Oh, out yeah. of New York that was crazy that was like crazy how they did the kid I understand he talks a lot of shit but you have to understand that this is like hip hop is uh, this is it's theatrical hmm. so a lot of people don't understand that this is theatrical so when I turn the camera on when this artist turns the camera on yeah they're gonna talk shit Right. that's the basis of hip hop of talking shit
0: it's the marketing uh, technique hip hop <laughs> has
2: started talking shit Right. Hip hop. If you do not know, hip hop started when in New York, when the DJs had all the equipment. They came up on the equipment. So over here, I plugged my my equipment up over here. I got forty thousand watts, and over there you only got twenty. So I got more people over here. Now I get a a, a selector, you know, because a lot of the DJs were from Jamaica, mm-hmm. and that's what they call the DJs, the um, selectors, selectors, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And so then. They were doing the music, flipping the music and the beat. So they just grabbed the nigga who talked the most shit mm-hmm. to be like, here, talk your shit over the beat. Right. And that's what it came to. Niggas just talking shit about people. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We talking shit. Exactly. Whoever talking the best shit. Like right. not like have you ever seen a hip hop battle? Mm-hmm. Where you got people standing this close to each other talking the most shit. Like your mama ain't shit. Whoop <laughs> the whoop. I hope your whole family die. Whoop woop whoop whoop talking right, the most right, craziest right. shit and you thinking like, What the fuck?
0: hmm
2: and at the end of the thing, these people are shaking hands, they're kicking it, they're smoking weed together, they're drinking, like, man, that's fucked up you said that, you know what I'm saying? You know, nigga, you live with me. You know what right, I'm saying? It would right. be like some crazy shit, like, mm-hmm. you know, my mama always look out for you, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it be like, nah, but that's what it is. It's a sport.
0: Right.
2: So, it's, that's what you do. So, like, the people in the streets, like, doing shit, like, jumping on the kid because he was talking shit, or all that that's taking it too far man we need mm-hmm. to leave it like let's let it be about music let's talk shit you know what i'm saying who's fresher you know what i'm saying who got the better rhyme style or who get the most girls or mm-hmm. who get the most people at the party right like that's what hip-hop you know let's keep it in that direction let's keep it fun right. like when stuff like that happen it makes it not fun it's right. like why would i want my kids to participate in this mm-hmm. or why would i want anybody to participate in this that's like knowing that if you play football you Know what I'm saying? You have a more higher chance of being mentally disabled or losing some brain cells. We know this for a fact. So, when you sign your kid up to play football, you know that there's a chance when he gets on that field, he not walk, he might not walk off that field. Then, when you sign them papers, that's what it says. Like, we are not responsible if your kid, you know, in a game that happens. So, that's what, like, when things like that happen, it's like crazy. They took his chain and all. Right. On cut that, him up. and then you know, then um, Jay Prince right. have to you know do his thing, right. got it back or whatnot. But then the guys end up, the guys who did that to him, you know, they ended up, they had another Fed case.
0: Hmm. I hear that
2: part. Yeah, they had another Fed case. They got picked up on another case, attempted murder of an undercover cop. So they out there, they was out there. Wilding. Yeah, they out there wilding. So uh, my thing is, like, with that being part of the news, it's like, man, that shit is like crazy hmm. like you shouldn't you know what i'm saying like yeah that's fucked up for sure that's some, like well, man
0: Hopefully he, you know, recovers soon. He, you know, he didn't lose his life, which is the man, best thing. Sure. But an experience like that, getting sliced up, is definitely traumatic. think
2: about it, you out of town, you're away from all your people. Right. And something like that happens to you, that could, like, man. And think about it, he's a young person. He's a kid. You know what I'm saying? Right. That You know how that feel? Right. It's broadcast all over the world. Somebody right. These people just making you, just taking advantage of you. You know what I'm saying? That's like, so... And then, like, that shit fucked up. That's some crazy shit. And then it's crazy that these people are out here committing crimes and then, like, putting it out there. Like, Mm -hmm. don't you understand that all this is monitored? Right. But, yeah, that's, you know, that's something that's crazy that's been happening. The violence in hip-hop, you know, that news, I don't like, but it's there. And we have to talk about it and address it Right. to let people know that there's a different way you know like okay this is what's going on but you don't even have to deal with that like don't you know you know who you can talk shit to and not to you know what i'm saying some shit just leave that shit alone if it's we don't have the understanding we know we doing this show you know what i'm saying so we know doing this show this is your point of view and this is gonna be my point of view if they if we don't agree that's not like all right after we cut we gonna be you know tripping on each other like trying to fight and shit you know what i'm saying
0: Right, right. So
2: I think we have to have more, um, instead of escalating situations, we need to learn how to de escalate and teach our young men how to de escalate situations.
0: I agree, most definitely. Well, I think that that will close out our segment for this episode. But check us out. We'll be back soon
2: very very soon you already know this is just the first of many we're just getting it in right we don't even really have the name together of this segment
0: whoa whoa whoa! we don't gotta say
2: all that no nah, we gotta let them know it's coming together if you Ooh. got an idea for the segment if you got an idea for a name let's do a contest or something mm. i don't know she's gonna have to that's oh. it she's the executive producer this is her show i'm just on here just talking so
0: okay well maybe maybe but look we're already at 30 minutes so i don't know if oh. i'll be able to add that part but we'll see okay we'll see maybe we should do a little contest but we'll see
2: all right for sure so that's what's up man it was fun it was great tapping in with you guys make sure that you tap in stay tapped in stay tuned in slossing girl Follow us on
0: social media at Trap L.A.
2: Trap X L.A. Media XLA. Or you could just go to the website, www.trap.la, and everything is on there. All our links, everything is on right.
0: there. And if you're tired of listening to the radio and there are five songs that are looped, you feel me? Just check out the... Um... Trap
2: L.A.X. Radio. Streaming right. 24-7, 365. Definitely Period. tap in. All right.
0: Thanks so much for stopping by and checking us out. And you can follow my writings and what I'm doing at www.slausengirl.com and Slausengirl on Instagram. Alright, check in with you guys next week for more news and information from Slauson Girl, giving you world news with a self Central state of mind.